Hope you guys are enjoying the Klein-themed episode. I know I certainly enjoyed recording it, as did Dave. And uh, I want to announce we have a new partner, a new sponsor, um, Willowbrook Sports Complex, which uh, Willowbrook Volleyballs and uh, how I tend to refer to them. Uh, Janice Presley, of course, uh, one of the uh, managers over there, and they run a terrific program. I don't know if you've ever been out to there, um, but they have a gorgeous facility with numerous gyms, uh, weight training in the back. It is uh, a very nice place to be with a great vibe, and it's always fun to go hang out there and see some really high-level volleyball. And actually, a lot of really high level D one type players uh, from the Northwest area have been through the Willowbrook sports complex, uh, you know, training regimen and have gone on to do great things. So we'll hear more about them and more about the players that have come through their system uh, over the course of the following year or so. And we'll certainly check in with them regularly to uh, talk to some of their players like Yossi Presley, who's over at Baylor, a number of other ones as well. That's the one I know best, but uh, it's a really impressive facility, impressive uh, philosophy and attitude mentality they have over there. And they love uh, local sports, high school sports, uh, just like we do, and we're proud to be associated with them. So very excited to announce that. You can go follow them on Twitter, at VB is how you find them on Twitter, or willowbrooksports.com. I would recommend going to both those places, following them, checking them out, maybe dropping by the facility, um, perhaps not unannounced, but uh, just kind of getting a feel for it. Because if you play volleyball, or you know someone that does, it is a terrific place to do so, terrific place to train, and uh, and we support them and promote them wholeheartedly. So check them out. Uh, again, that's at VB on Twitter. Welcome to the Spring Klein Sports Report, your one-stop shop for Klein ISD sports coverage. Hosted by the Chronicles' Kevin Cook and Texas Sports Radio Network's Dave Finucci. Sit back and relax as Kevin and Dave bring you guest interviews, analysis, and weekly previews from all five Klein high schools. This is my blues. Welcome to the show, guys. Kevin Cook with the Houston Chronicle, at Cook on Twitter, and uh, at Cypher Sports, at Spring... SKS Report is our new is our new Twitter handle, and we're out here at Klein High School, and we had a couple of Bearcats, uh, four of them, kind enough to stay here and, uh, and spend some time with us, and we're excited to uh, to get to know what's going on with the football team, particularly in the post Harvey era here. So, guys, uh, if you would introduce yourselves, uh, how, how's it going with you guys today? DeAnthony Sims, junior running back, and Lance Pena, quarterback, receiver, senior. So, representative of the offense here, which uh, you know, I think last season uh, the offense was, was pretty solid. One of your one of your guys' strengths, certainly. Um, it seemed like you guys had some guys returning, some consistency there. Kind of assess for me, uh, you know, going into the season, how did you feel about the offense this year versus last year? I think it was going to be still really solid. We know we lost a couple or two receivers, uh, one Austin Chemo who went to Rice, and Sam Hodges who uh, went to a JUCO, but both very, very, very uh, solid receivers. But um, I. We still had faith. We had those are really the bit, two biggest ones. Our new O line is now freshmen and so or no sophomores and juniors too, and they're they're doing great. First game, they really stepped up and they did. I had faith in them, and the rest of the team did, but they even exceeded those beliefs. And then um, we know we had Colton Chalutes coming back too, along with Grayson Limke, and then DeAnthony Sims right here, who's a, who's been a stud since his freshman year. Going up to our first game, and even after our first game, we're we're ready to go. Great, yeah. You guys, you guys came off the uh, blocks after a two-week uh, delay after Harvey. Uh, Dave Finucci here, joining Kevin Cook on the Spring Klein Sports Report here from uh, Texas Sports Radio Network. And I called the game Friday night for you guys. Uh, nice win, uh, open an opener against a, a number two ranked five A school, Fort Bend Marshall, twenty-seven-seven. I thought you guys were looked fantastic to come right out of the gate. A little bit slow in the first quarter, right? I mean, it was just getting right back out on the field, no scoring. But you guys you know, picked it up a little bit. DeAnthony put one in the end zone in the first in the second quarter. Uh, talk about DeAnthony. Talk about the game a little. Let's recap game one, and then we'll talk about a little bit about what we've got coming up this week. Uh, game one, like you said, yeah, we came out slow. 
we have we have young players, inexperienced players, so I guess say nervous, you know, they're a little mm-hmm. nervous. But we as the game uh continue, you know, they got they felt more comfortable with it. They were able to you guys got into the yeah. flow a little bit better. I say, I mean, those first couple of possessions were a little stagnant on both sides. It's to be expected. I mean, you guys were more worried about the hur- hurricane and all that stuff for a couple of weeks, and you finally got back to practice. But, you know, I think you guys opened it up. Once you found your stride in the second quarter, you, you started, oh, the guy started opening up yeah, some holes for you, right? Big holes for me. <laughs> uh, it was one play I, I've never seen, you know, it was. Lance Pena, actually, he had a good block for me, <laughs> longest run of the night. So I'm curious about, obviously, a good start to the season, and congratulations on the win as well. But, you know, we talked to a lot of different programs here, and one thing I'm curious about is identity or culture. Like, when you talk about Klein football, what is it that you guys want to be? What does Bearcat football mean? You know, what do, what do they encourage you top down is these are the things we have to do to play our way? I, I think one word would be brotherhood. That may sound a little cliche, but I think that's something we've been stressing a lot. Like we said, like we've been saying, we have some young players on this new team. So we got to start. And we don't, and to be honest, we don't have, we're not going to have five star recruits all around the board because we just don't. But I believe that if we have that, the bonds and the family unity that we should and that we have, I think we'll be just as good as those teams that have the talent. And I think that's what we're forming here. You know, the, 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 uh, the culture around Klein ISD is very competitive. I mean, you guys are, you, you grew up in this culture here, uh, in all sports across Klein. I mean, you guys, you guys, Oak and Collins, you know, the three of you guys battle in everything. Uh, Forrest jumps in there with, with some things too. And, you know, what is it like to, you got these preseason games, you got another one here, non-district coming up against Friday night against Travis. I'll have that one again on Texas Sports Radio Network. Travis team. A district, a non-district opponent. Talk about them. What you know about them so far coming up on Friday night? They got a quarterback that can sling it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and but, a receiver that can catch it. Two of them. <laughs> yeah, two guys. I mean, they they basically throw the ball all over the field. I mean, that, you looked at their numbers from last game. They, they barely ran the ball at all. Mm-hmm. They're going to be throwing, and if you're going to be playing corner, or your defense is going to be your, your guys on the on the safeties and the and defensive side of the ball are going to need to do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So, it, obviously, I think most coaches tell me that you learn the most after your first loss, which you guys don't have yet, of course, but you learn the most after the first game, really. So what did you guys learn about the team as a unit after seeing you go out there, you actually face another team, you have somebody trying to beat you, and you go out there and you beat them. What was what was what you guys learned from that, and what do you know about the team that you didn't know before that game? Well, I learned, like, when we actually come together and work as a unit, you know, as one, we can really do some damage. Uh, they had us some – some reporter uh they had us what 17 points under and we came out on top 20 so yeah. i mean it's a 40 point swing yeah yeah you guys show what you can yeah. do on the offensive you know i thought the defense played really well we'll get to a couple of defensive mm-hmm. or we'll talk to a defensive player in the next segment but what was uh, there's a recap what you guys felt like going into ne- this next week what do you what are you looking at as far as you this, need to improve on this next week yeah this next week. um well i mean I think we have to focus on both sides of the ball big time because um, this is another Fort Bend team, and we know Marshall was – I mean, I know we had a pretty good game against Marshall, but last year they came out on top by one point over time. And so – and Fort Bend Travis was out there competing with him. And uh, these are two strong teams in that district. And like we just said, on the defensive side, we have two stars that we have to worry about, but their defense isn't bad at all. So um, like DeAnthony said, we have to work as one unit and be ready to go. So are you guys active on social media? You guys do a lot of tweeting, that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, so we want people to follow you on Twitter. Obviously, we're trying to get you guys out there in promotion. Yeah, so yeah. what are the two Twitter handles for you guys? Um, my Twitter handle, underscore D-A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-1. What do you got, Lance? And then mine is Lance Pena 19 L-A-N-C-E-P-E-N-A-19. 
one nine. So for both of you guys, you know, what's the, what's the recruiting? Do you have intentions to play at the next level? Uh, do you guys have uh, schools you're talking to schools mm-hmm. you committed to? I actually don't know the status of you guys at the moment. Are talking to schools? You're talking to schools right now? Yeah, yeah both talking for schools. And then for me too, is baseball. So you have Twitter. What's the, what's the, I mean, how much do you use that in order to communicate with the assistant coaches and the graduate assistants that are recruiting you guys? How, how has that been a tool, I guess, in trying to uh, reach that next level? In my opinion, Twitter is the biggest tool you can use to get reached to the next level, next level. Cause, um, we have, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, all that extra stuff, but Twitter's like the main recruiting app. Have to keep that app clean, every everything clean, they check everything, so you have to make sure you stay on top of that. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you guys are pretty, pretty I'm sure you've been well versed in what you're saying on there. But at the end of the day, if you're just using it to communicate normal information between you and other people and not, not, women, right? not your yeah. opinions about crazy stuff. I mean, it can be a good tool, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, that's, that's what it's for. Yeah. That's what Anthony's saying. Um, it, Twitter can be your biggest tool, but also your biggest downfall. Lance talk and, real quick before we end the segment here. Um, you're going to, you're going to go after, I, I've seen you pitch. I mm-hmm. mean, you, what, what are you, baseball player, a football player? You don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, at the moment, I don't know, but I mean, well, whatever opportunity presents itself, you know, I mean, you're bringing the fastball, man, in the ninth inning, in the seventh inning here. I mean, I've seen you close games. You can yeah. get it done. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, I'm expecting to be a starter this year, so we'll see what happens. I don't want to waste my ability in either yeah. sport. So if I can get both, then let's do it. All right. Well, we appreciate DeAnthony Sims, my player of the game from the first game of the week. Uh, close to 200 yards rushing. I know they show Two, the exact number. 205, 205. He yeah, knows it. He, he knows it. <laughs> 205 and a touchdown against Marshall, my player of the game on TSR and Sports last week. Appreciate DeAnthony Sims coming on, along with wide receiver Lance Pena. They're our first segment guests. Appreciate you coming right back here on the Spring Klein Sports Report. This is the Spring Klein Sports Report. All right, we're back on the Spring Klein Sports Report here at Klein High School, where the Bearcats getting ready for their week four game, which is actually their second game of the year. And we're here with a couple more football players here on the segment with uh, senior kicker and punter Trey Wolf, a huge difference maker for this team, in my opinion, and uh, senior safety Jackson Roberts. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So let's start with you, Trey. I thought uh, we were just t- talking before the show. Um, you know what a huge difference maker the kicking game was in that game, but not only in that game, but I think in the high school football game overall. Because if you don't have what you can do for a high school football team, it's a huge difference. And you were kicking field goals accurately from forty yards out, punting the ball way down the field, not allowing the other team to return a return a kick or a punt. How long have you been working at this craft, and how proud of you are that what you're able to do? Oh, I'm very, I'm very proud of what I've done so far. I've started kicking in seventh grade in middle school. And, you know, like you're saying, it's just, it's, it is a really big help. Most high schools, they don't even really pay attention to it, but you realize you don't realize what you have until you don't. So a lot of schools, <laughs> a lot of schools won't really focus on special teams and go up against a school that one of their main focuses is special teams and it's really the biggest it's really a big third side of the ball game is that, is it fair to say that here there is an emphasis on uh you know effective uh, execution in the special teams i'm sorry is it fair to say that at klein there's a particular uh, expectation oh, that you're going to yes, be sir. solid on special teams yes sir before we have our meetings and coach is going to tell us to win some of these games, we got to win special teams. I think that sometimes it comes from the head coach, right? Like, uh, I don't want to throw you under the bus, but you know, I know some coaches in Cypher ISD that are very offensive minded coaches and their defenses tend to suffer, even though they have DCs or whatever. Would you say that, that Coach Hallmark has an appropriate um, amount of focus on special teams and its role in the game? Oh, absolutely. Coach Hallmark has 
very big expectations for us on that side of the ball as well. So I, I won't embarrass you. I'll ask you, uh, you know, I think my experience has been that kickers have a, a very unique role on the team or sometimes don't have a role on the team, particularly if they're average or below average kickers. But uh, but how has the team responded uh, seeing that first game, what he's capable of doing, what a difference he can make there? What, uh, you know, what does that do for the team and how much do you guys sort of count on him at this point? Yeah, I mean, it's really nice because whenever we go out there on uh, kickoff, I mean, it's basically a free play whenever he boots it out the end zone. So, I mean, like, we're just running down the field. We're not going to tackle anyone or do anything. But, I mean, I definitely, like, understand the role of a kicker being kind of known as the kicker. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you're a kicker. But, I mean, Trey's, Trey is something else. Trey, like, will just boot the ball anywhere, especially last time. I think there's, like, four for four or five for five or such backs. And, I mean, it really helps whenever a drive stalls in the – in the red zone or outside of the red zone even and he can boot a 40-yard field goal just so we can get it yeah just so we can get points like being at two fields that's six points right there so yeah i mean talk about that in most schools that don't have that they're driving the ball down the field if they're inside the red zone a lot of teams they have to go for it on fourth down Uh because they know they can't even attempt a field goal or try to whereas you guys if you get into the red zone and and can and and you kind of stall out you can put some still put some points on the board that's a huge difference Mm -hmm. right for sure like i mean nothing sets the tone like stopping a team in the red zone when they're about to score because it flips the whole momentum everything they think they're about to go s- score a touchdown and we ended up stopping them which is something we did i think maybe twice in the red zone last game and um it really helps be- just having to do like trade to come out and just boot and get something out of the drive especially and then to have the field position after the kickoff because right. you kick off right after so uh, yeah trey what's your range i mean what's the what, how far do we go back you're you feeling comfortable Saying I I can make this kick. Um, <laughs> I would have to say, I would have to say forty and in is pretty very consistent for me. A forty yarder, forty and, and in is in. pretty consistent. Yeah. You hit a forty five yarder, right? I mean, this was a it wasn't was, it a 40, it was a forty against 40? Marshall, but yeah. I've hit I've hit some pretty far kicks yeah. past fifty and fifty five. I mean, games on the line for a forty five or fifty yarder, you 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 got a, just as good a chance as anybody to make that, right? Yes, sir. What uh, and so. You talk about, uh, you know, Klein history here, Randy Bullock. I mean, an NFL player, former Texan, kicked here. Does that, do you know him? Do you have a relationship? Do you talk to him at all? Um, how do you? We actually train with the same kicking right. coach. That's how I know I've trained with him here, actually, at Memorial Stadium before. Um, he was actually the first kicker that my kicking coach trained in from no way. Klein. Wow. Nick Gatto. Nick Gatto. Right. He's played a huge role for me. Awesome. Well, you know, it's interesting as I'm talking to you, as we've heard from the two offensive guys are still in here with us, of course, and then obviously defense and special teams. It does, strikes me over the last couple of years I've been covering football that Klein is one of the more balanced teams I've seen. It's really not like you guys blow everyone away with your offense and also give up 60 points a game or whatever. You guys tend to be pretty solid, I think, in all three phases of football. Is that something that uh, that is stressed or emphasized philosophically in the meetings and so forth that we oh, need to be good in all three? For sure. I mean, Offense does their thing, defense does their thing, and then we come together on special teams and do our thing. So, I mean, every single week, uh, multiple times a week, we go and have meetings for social teams, talk about what they're doing on special teams. And then we also, like, we're doing everything. We're doing the same amount of work for special teams as we're doing for offense and defense. So it, it really all evens out. And, I mean, Coach Thompson does a really good job. He's, like, the main special teams coach. Draws up a scheme. We get paperwork on uh, Mondays or whatever day. We come in after a game and we get paperwork. We know exactly who we need to block and what scheme we're running that game, what return we're running and all of that. And it all sets it out. It makes it really easy for us. But In terms of uh, of the season, 
Uh, do you guys have, I mean, you have specific goals, set goals. Hey, we want to win the district championship. You know who you're up against. You got the Collins, the defending champs. They went real far last year, but they lost a lot of guys. Oak has some guys back. You guys are where you're at right now. Very solid core. Uh, is your goal, hey, well, let's win, we want to win the district. How far you want to get? In the, is that set or are you taking it day, game by game, one game at a time? I think we'll see how the season plays out, but one of our main goals would be districts, and we just really want to hit the playoffs full sprint. So you guys, I don't know if you were you both on varsity last season. Or, I've, yeah, I've yes, been sir, for two years. Too. I'm a three-year letterman. So you, you have then, uh, you at least saw from a distance that the, before the realignment, right? When spring and climb were together, we're kind of joking about how difficult that district yeah, was. You got was. another realignment looming, but you've been able to see up close. How much has it helped? Um, in all due respect to the guys you got paired up with, you know, they're trying their hardest as well, but they're not spring schools uh what has that given you guys kind of a um like a window or an opportunity here that maybe you didn't have in the prior years i mean yeah i definitely i mean some people considered 15 6 a when i was a sophomore i think was two years ago to be one of the hardest in the state so i mean we were paired up with teams like westfield spring we i think that year we actually went like two and eight or three and seven yeah. two and eight um so i mean whenever it flipped it kind of gave us like a a fresh or a breath of fresh air because we got to play other teams that we normally wouldn't be able to play right we came in and, you know, did what we needed to do and pulled out seven and three last year. Talk about Coach Hallmark. What's he bring to the? What is the atmosphere he tries to produce here in this locker room and what he does to prepare you guys on a, a weekly basis? Coach Hallmark is just—he's a really good coach all around. He—he's not only just a football coach, but he's also—he helps us become better people on and off the field. Just wants us to be, uh, just really good characters all around as well as good football players. Yeah, and I mean, he really, like, like everything, we have this thing, uh, Klein 5 or whatever it is, like all the empathy, <laughs> gratitude, service, all that, We he really brings that to the table because he does all those things. He he pulls out the best in us. Right. So, I mean. Herman's got a list kind of like that, too. Like uh -huh. Core values, he calls yeah, no, it. He, 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 fo he follows Herman. He talks about yeah. Herman a lot and all, the, all he does, so. Yeah, I'm still, I was a U of H guy, so I still have my feelings about Herman, but I do love the program that he puts on. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. For, got the coos paws up here. Do you know the story behind that? Oh, no, no, U of H used to play UT all the time back before UT big time us, and uh, they brought the cougar over to a UT game one time, and in handling it, they ripped the cougar's nail off. Oh, yeah. So there's a bloody paw, and all the UT people were doing this all game to the U of H people, and they beat us by like sixty. The next year we played them, and it was a huge upset. We beat them by a touchdown, and we were doing that to them because they were taunting us. That's where the cougar paw comes from. Uh -huh. If you've ever wondered about I never, it, I never knew that. Yeah, it's a UT used it to taunt us, and then when we beat them the next year, we used it to taunt them back, and it stuck <laughs> around ever since. So, but yeah, go Cougs. I'm all about that. Um, so you guys also same thing. Social media. You guys on Twitter. You guys uh, using that to promote yourselves? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean. For recruiting wise, it's really helpful. I mean, you have a coach slot in your DMs, like, right. <laughs> you know, talk to you about what you're going to do that week and like what, what, what you think about their school or whatever. But I mean, I think my ad is, uh, J Roberts 2512. Mm -hmm. And then mine is Trey underscore wolf two. Who's got the most followers in this room? Probably uh, DeAnthony, I have to say. I think I got, <laughs> I don't know. I got like 450 maybe okay. somewhere around there. We're going to get you up there. We're going to get you more. Oh, right. <laughs> there we go. We yeah, found we out it's Lance. Yeah, for sure. We'll get you out there. Well, we encourage everyone to go follow all four of these guys who are terrific. We thank you for joining us so much. Any final thoughts about climb football or what you guys are out to achieve this year before we let you go? I mean, we're just we're just here to win districts, honestly. That's our main goal. I mean, make a make a run in the playoffs. I mean, everyone everyone's going for state, but I mean, I really think we have a good chance. So. Yes, sir. We're just always trying to get better. 
be better than we were last year and just use everything that we have here to be the best we can. All right, guys. Well, appreciate you stopping in with us on the Spring Klein Sports Report. Again, these guys take on um, Fort Bend Travis High School Friday night here at Klein at home again. It's actually a game you're filling in was your bye week. And then you get this game on the schedule because we lost two games due to the hurricane. So you're good to, good to go get another game on the field. We're looking forward to covering you all Friday night. I'm Dave Finucci. I'll have the game for you play-by-play on TSRN Sports, Texas Sports Radio Network, 7 o'clock kickoff from Klein Memorial Stadium. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Thank you. And being here tonight. Thank you. This is the Spring Klein Sports Report. You've been listening to the Spring Klein Sports Report. Uh, we haven't talked spring sports yet, and there was actually a debate about whether to make this the Klein ISD show or the Spring Klein show. I cover both, and I love both. I really would feel like um, it would be wrong to leave spring out of this, and I'd rather not. So uh, we're if there ever was any confusion, we are now officially covering uh, both of those school districts and to an extent the two different UIL districts in which they play, although our primary interest will be just those spring-inclined schools. But uh, so welcome Westfield and Dakini and Spring High School to the mix. Um, they're now part of our family as well. We'll be talking to coaches and student athletes from there as well. But it's been a pleasure to have you guys with us. I should point out that uh, when we have guests, I try to let the guests pick the music because if it were left up to me, it'd all be progressive rock and classic rock from the 1969 to 1975 era primarily. Um, I think that it doesn't really connect with uh, the with student athletes that I cover. Maybe maybe it connects with their parents more. But, um, you know, certainly want everyone listening to the show. So I like to let the – in this case, it was picked by the four client guys you heard. Um, I found that when the student athletes pick the music, it does tend to be rap. I'm interested in exploring that rap's relationship to sports, certainly with those uh, student athletes and, and asking them about that. I've also discovered I don't really care for a lot of it. Boy, I love this one. Uh, Meek Mill is the is the fellow's name. Um, I had not been aware of him prior to this. Uh, this is a great track. A lot of energy to it. So uh, congratulations to those guys. You've won me over. I'm a, I'm a Meek Mill fan now. So uh, good job there. Um, in any case, I always love getting the perspective of the student athletes. And that was a fun group of guys, an easy group of guys to root for. I'll certainly be rooting for them going forward in this season. And uh, we're going to catch up with their coach, Shane Hallmark, at some point when he has uh, some spare time for us as well. But in any case, the first week here has been gratifying. I didn't think anybody would listen to anything that we did. And uh, you guys really said some nice things. We're kind of a well-kept secret still. We're hoping to change that. But uh, the things we did hear back from people were really gratifying and uh, kind of the reason we do this. So it's been an absolute pleasure. It'll continue to be one, I'm sure. Hit us up on Twitter at SKS Report. We're on Facebook as well. You can search Spring Klein Sports Report there. I'm the Houston Chronicles, Kevin Cook at K. Michael Cook on Twitter. We will talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Spring Klein Sports Report. Follow the host on Twitter at K. Michael Cook and at Dave Benucci. And follow the show at SKS Report. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, go rate and review it on iTunes and share it with your friends. Until next week, this has been the Spring Climb Sports Report. Be excellent to each other and keep keeping on.